What's up, all you awesome anglers, and welcome back to the Largemouth Angler Podcast, where we help you pull more fish in. It's me again, Herschel, your host, the Largemouth Angler, and I know that bass fishing can be hard. It takes a lot of time that we don't really have, so I'm here to help you with all the tips, tricks, things that you need to make the most out of that little time and just catch more fish. We're going to talk about something today that I think is super important, and there's a lot of things that we can talk about, and maybe at some point we'll talk about, like, Seasonal changes, moon phases, water clarity, water clarity, and colors. Um, and even though all of that stuff is well and good, much of it doesn't really matter if we don't understand why bass strike in the first place. When we can figure out why bass strike, how they are doing so at a particular time, it can help you with fine-tuning all of those other things. And it can help you develop a pattern when you're out, which can help you pull more bass in. So really, I think the number one way that bass strike is probably a pretty obvious one to most, but it's out of hunger or when the bass are feeding. Now, I don't think that most bass strike because of this. Typically, we'll find them eating early in the morning or late in the evening. So I'd say that it's during those times when you're getting strikes that those are hunger strikes. But I mean, other times, really, there's so many other things that can affect stuff like weather change, barometric pressure, Um, a storm coming in or some cloud cover coming in, something like that. All of these things affect the temperature, atmospheric pressure, which can affect, you know, the bass and everything else. But this is probably one of my favorite ways to catch bass. When they're feeding, you can pretty much throw out anything and they'll take it. In the early mornings or the evenings when they're feeding, I I just, I love throwing a topwater lure. Two of my personal favorites are... um, well, really, one is the Head and Torpedo, which is my first lure that I ever had, and two, a wake bait like the Yozeri 3DB1, which is actually my recent favorite topwater. Now, it doesn't mean I don't have others that I like. They just happen to be more, those two happen to be more of a go-to for me. I like to wake up early, so the morning, that's my go-to time. Um, also, because, my goodness, it gets so hot here in Texas, even when the sun goes down, it still feels like it's 100 degrees out there. So getting out just before the sun is up, taking advantage of this is so much more fun. Part of what makes the top water bite work so well is the cooler water temperatures that have come before the sun has warmed up or after the sun has gone down and the water's had a chance to cool off. And the other thing is to have a calm surface for top water fishing. Now, the bass have to be able to detect the disturbances to the water that that bait makes, and you're not going to have that without a surface that's not calm. But the hunger strike, that's really the first or I guess one of the ones that are the most obvious way that bass strike. But another way is out of stupidity or ignorance, if you want to call it that. And this is really a fun way to catch them. Um, This is going to a place that's not really pressured. Now, if you don't know what pressured means, pressured means that the place has been fished a lot and that the bass has seen a lot of lures. And so that's why I love fishing ponds on private ranches or in neighborhoods where people don't really fish them that much. There's a place, um, actually there's many places that I go that I can throw a worm, whatever. I mean, almost anything at a certain spot and I can just catch fish all the time. They're just stupid, okay? They just don't have the experience to avoid baits. Now, when you go somewhere that's been pressured, it means that all the stupid, the ignorant fish have already been caught. They're no longer stupid, okay? If it's a catch and release pond, especially. Still, these ignorant bass, when you find them, they are so much fun to catch, Actually, it's a lot of the younger ones, too, that are like this. But I just love going to one of these ponds every now and then just to catch them easy. And, uh, you know, it's a little bit of a confidence booster, too. Um, Another way that kind of goes in line with that that bass strike is curiosity. 
Now, sometimes the bass, they're just cruising around. You throw something near it, it turns, it goes to see whatever it is. And maybe you've got a bait that you're just twitching on the surface and it comes to check it out. Maybe they don't. And this is where being able to see the bass, so like with sight fishing, really helps. And I don't do a ton of sight fishing because there's not a ton of places here around in my area that are that clear. I mean, a lot of our water is is really, it does not have a lot of visibility. But things like sight fishing really help in this. So maybe when the bait hits the water, they kind of just turn, but they don't really go towards it, right? They get that little check thing like out of the corner of their eye. And, but as soon as they start to turn away, we just start twitching that bait just a little bit. Now, they might come take another look at it, but not hit it. But keep doing this time and time again. So just allowing them to barely turn away, like, I'm not going to mess with it, and then twitch and come back. And eventually, they're actually going to strike, just purely out of curiosity. Another way that bass strike is a reflex strike. This is a fun strike to get. This is what... Um, this is that one when you cast out your lure and they just hit it when it lands. This is the kind of strike that you would expect a predator to do. Um, lurking in the shadows and then pouncing on whatever comes by. Now, have you ever thought about why bass like the shade? I mean, how about, think about actually why you like the shade. Now, you, we don't, I don't like the sun shining directly in my eyes, but I can close my eyes. I can put on sunglasses. Now, remember, bass can't do that. Um, they can't do either one of those things, actually. That'd be kind of cool. Um, they're not fans of direct sunlight. And now the other thing about liking the shade is that the bass is a predator. So the shade comes, it provides them cover to hide from the bait fish. So thinking about cover and an ambush point, that's where you want to put the bait and make it something fast moving, like a spinnerbait or a crankbait. Think about the way that the sun is shining and fish the shady side. You're the bait fish that needs to be ambushed by the predator. Think about the wind and how the bass will turn to face the wind because of the current. Put it right in his face, and more times than not, the bass will just hit the lure simply out of a reflex reaction. You're really going to have to pay attention to the spot. Think about the sun and which way the wind is blowing. One of my favorite ways to get that reflex strike is heavy cover along the bank, um, heavy grass cover especially, um, along the bank or even a stump running right on it. Uh, and one of the best ones that I got recently was in some tall reeds along a bank with a gold lipless crankbait. And I mean, literally I hit and maybe pulled it a foot and slam. It was awesome. Um, but bumping a stump with a crankbait or even a spinnerbait, they can also give you that same kind of strike. Bass also strike out of anger. And this is what, um, this is what even I would probably refer to as what I would call a repetitive strike. Now, many times that first strike you get, that's a hunger, maybe even a reflex strike. The times when you don't, maybe they weren't hungry. Maybe you weren't quite where you know, you should have been with casting it. So they weren't really there where the lure was, but maybe after throwing it six, seven, eight, nine, ten times, maybe even more, you just tick that bass off and they strike purely out of anger. Now use something here that's easy to throw out and retrieve like a crankbait. It's not really the lure itself that's important in these situations. It's just using something that you can just repeatedly cast and 
figure out you're in a situation that demands that, but you are poking the bear at this point. You are just casting and casting and casting. Um, if you ever got, if you ever had siblings or anything like that, you are just going and prodding and prodding and prodding. Maybe you know what? Actually, you don't even have to have siblings do that. That's a really fun thing to do, by the way. Sometimes, not that I've done that at all, but it is that constant. It's that nagging thing on them that they just can't. Finally, they hit it. You break them, and they strike out of anger. In a way that another way that the bash strike that kind of goes with anger is that killer that attack dog killer instinct type strike. And this is the strike when you throw something out there, especially a big bait like a spook, and a bass is not much bigger than it, hits it. I mean, my goodness, I've uh, I've raised hands of those people that have had that before. It's hitting that lure that's so big because they're trying to kill that lure. Their mouth isn't really bigger than the lure itself, so they're not trying to eat it. They're just trying to kill it. Now, be careful with the hook set here because even though some... Little fish, uh, now be careful with the hook set here because even some little fish like a bluegill sunfish, they have that same kind of instinct and (laughs) you go to haul back or anything like that trying to set the hook and you've got a big one and you end up falling over, okay? Now, still continuing with the idea of anger. Another way that bass strike is all about protecting the youngins, I'm going to call it. This is during the spawning season. Now, this is a different time depending upon where you live. Um, for me, it's early in the year because of how warm our weather is here in Texas, so the waters warm up quicker. Also, not all bass spawn at the same time. Uh, some places, some ponds could be different in their water temperature. In fact, even some, um, not just one pond to another, but even in the same pond or lake itself, one area they can be spawning and the other they could not be. That's how much it can actually be different. There's many things that you can throw to catch on a bed, but I tend to hover over a couple of different things. I like to pull a worm through the bed or a creature bait or a jig. Um, bass tend to look for sunny spots to spawn and to look for a hard bottom. Um, they'll still spawn on a muddy bottom, but typically it's a even though it's muddy, it has a very firm bottom to it. When you have the spawn, they're purely trying to protect the little ones, the youngins, okay? This isn't out of hunger or even purely anger. They're just trying to kill the intruder, trying to guard the bed. Somebody just cracked the door down and daddy's got his uh, pistol that he's just pulled out the door. The male is going to be more aggressive here. He's the one that builds the nest. He goes off to find the female. She's only around for about five days total and the male is there for like three weeks. Um, He's there for almost a whole month. So most often, Anytime when we're fishing something like this, uh, when most catch the male, they will typically just move from that spot and they'll go off to catch another one. Now, the big one, though, is going to be the female. In order to get that female, it's going to take repeated casts, kind of like when you're trying to get them to strike out of anger. But don't forget, like if you catch something there, keep going at it. You might actually catch a real big fish. Now, lastly... Another type of strike, which is almost really like another type of anger strike, is guarding their territory. Now, bass guard their territory the same way that a bear does in the woods. The thing is to figure out that pattern. Figure out the depth, cover, structure. Find out where they are. Combine that with whatever water temperature, wind conditions, and everything there are. I know, we haven't talked about that yet, and you don't know. But once you know those things, then you know where to start trying. There... Many times you might find the ultimate spot, but nothing hits and you leave that spot. And the thing is, 
there probably was a great fish there, maybe even a trophy bass that has seen just lure after lure after lure. So when you run into a situation like that, try and think of something that maybe they don't see. For me, I'll go to the tried and true worm, but I'll go with something completely different. Even big, like the Zoom Magnum old monster, it's a 12-inch worm, throw it around some of the meanest stuff at that spot and move it through nice and easy, and hopefully that big one will hit it. And that's all I have for y'all today on why bass strike. Let me know on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. If you experienced any other ways, maybe I missed one, um, that bass strike. My handle's there in the show notes. Thanks for listening. Remember, bass fishing can be hard. Takes a lot of time that we don't have. I'm here to help you, teach you all the tips and tricks that you need to make the most of that little time that you have and to catch more fish. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. On the Apple Podcast, give me the five star and an amazing rating. This is Herschel, the largemouth angler. Keep it real, you awesome anglers. Adios. Adios.